hello, hello everyone. Hi there, my name is Joy and I'm coming to you today as your local emo Kenyan history buff and also your favorite hyperactive queen. Here to encourage you to start creating, start dreaming, and start loving yourself for yourself. Because this white supremacist ass world is not going to do it for you. And this is Gloria, your friendly neighbor at Virgo, reminding you not to be too hard on yourself and not to let your perfectionism get in the way of your own glow. Hey everyone, this is Joy and Glow, and welcome back to another episode. Today we'll be talking about comms under quarantine, the lovely Candace Owens, Drake, and a whole lot more. So stay tuned. Alright, so comms under quarantine. We asked our Instagram if anyone had a bay or how is communicating with a bay like under quarantine? And I don't have a bay. And and apparently I don't know anyone else who has a bay either. Because everyone was like, bay, are you crazy? We're in a pandemic. There's no time for that. What do you think, Joy? Yeah, also don't have a bay. Um, you had said something really interesting the other day like yesterday about how like now it's just kind of a time to be like not having a bay is low-key cool mm-hmm. um so i don't know i think like for me it's i don't have a bay and it's nice to get to i don't know take care of myself during this time like because i have the privilege to do that mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, no, don't have a bay. And even if I did, I feel like this quarantine would put a huge stress on the relationship. And I'm just like a lazy ass bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was no quarantine. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Friendships are hard. And you will consistently hear us saying this in this podcast. Like, we are not experts on any of that. Um yeah okay but let's talk a bit about what the world is like under a pandemic right now yeah um so honestly just like first of all gonna send like condolences out to anybody who's like have who has any like loved ones who are um who are ill right now um we're just like sending you support and peace and healing um so Yeah, according to WHO, um, the World Health Organization, on January 23rd, um, they said that this was not a crisis. Um, And then, wouldn't you know it, seven days later, they said it was a global crisis. Um, Yeah, so I think it's, yeah, just like, how are you dealing with how fast things are progressing? I think at this point, I'm just like, the world is fucked. Nothing is real anymore. It is what it is. Honestly, I've just been like, this is like showing you that if you're not rich, girl, what are you going to do? Really, though? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So speaking of richness um, and money and all that stuff, privilege and capitalism, there's an NPR article that says that African countries are like not showing 
that many signs of cases. Um, but in the coming like months and as we further along in terms of like the stage of the pandemic, they could be really vulnerable. Um, I have family in Kenya. Do you have family like elsewhere outside of the U.S.? I have family in Haiti. Okay. Yeah. How are like have you been in contact at all? Honestly, most of my family has moved to the states, and the family that I have in Haiti is extended. But like you were saying yesterday, it's pretty much the same thing. You can't self isolate. Everyone lives in one house on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's impossible to self-isolate. Also, like, people, I know I have, like, aunts who make a living off of, like, selling tomatoes in the market. So, like, there's no way they're going to be able to, like, make a living. And, like, I think I read somewhere that the Kenyan government is, like, giving people alcohol or, like, corona, like, COVID-19 care packages with alcohol in them. And I'm just saying, like... You can't, I don't know, I just feel like, where's the priority there? Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> how are you going to wash your hands with, with alcohol, with a bottle of Jack? Like, I don't. Some Hennessy. With all the money they spent on the alcohol, they could have done something with it. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so just, like, keeping in mind that we are privileged as fuck. Obviously, I'm sure everybody thinks about it all the time, but just like on terms, in terms of a global level, like we are really privileged. We have access to fresh water. Um, most communities in the United States have access to fresh water. Let me not yeah. forget Flint. Um, but yeah, like if you don't have access to fresh water, it's going to make it hard for you to like wash your hands. Um, and yeah, just like, that shit is hard like so you're in massachusetts right now like how has like has testing become like the norm like are they saying testing is a thing can you get tested like what is that like i think testing is free for everyone but you have to have symptoms to, to qualify for testing okay. um my mom's a nurse and she's gotten tested but that was only because her job was able to get her a test. So I don't think it's just a thing for everyone to get tested. How is it in Cali? Yeah, I so I think now anyone can get tested regardless, like if they just want to get tested. Um, my mom's also a nurse, so she um, got tested as well. And like, they're trying to keep it like uh, consistent because so, they're like, you know, they're vulnerable and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's really scary. Um, yeah, so, like, in terms of testing, I don't really know. There's, like, it's not very clear where the testing sites are here in the States, but I know that, like, I read online that in African countries, testing is done on the capital, so, like, and they're, like, shutting down access to capitals, um, so it, it'll be hard for people to commute to the capital to even get testing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to get healthcare and like, I don't know, just like healthcare materials and software to communities that are so cut off from the rest of the world. Um, yeah. Travel is no joke. I spent a semester in Ghana 
And even though we had so much privilege and so much wealth under the university, like travel is no joke. And like, if you have, if you have limited money, like how are you, and you're, how are you going to choose food over getting tested? It's just not. How are you even going to choose staying isolated and like over, over like getting food over, I mean, I don't even know, like, and also another thing that like I find really interesting is that in the news currently in the states, there's a lot of talk about like people with like pre-existing conditions, autoimmune diseases are like um, vulnerable to getting the virus. But like the only ones I really heard talks being spoken about are like diabetes and asthma, and like there are so many other autoimmune diseases and like pre-existing conditions um but face like the communities in the states but i don't know it doesn't make any sense to me and you were talking about people with hiv that aren't that aren't treated at a higher risk than mm-hmm. now more than ever yeah and apparently the trump administration is slashing all types of aid um to african countries dealing Mm. to deal with hiv yeah that's disgusting that's sickening yeah Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense i think also another thing to think about or that i've been thinking about that i was researching is the fact that like some countries don't have access to digitized medical data collection so it'll be harder for them to even like track or trace like all in the news I've been hearing lately like tracing we need tracers 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 tracers, all this stuff that like all this like software language that is so inaccessible um and like some countries just literally are still taking in information from their patients on paper so like just thinking about the ways in which like Mm -hmm. oh lord I sound like I went to class (laughs) (laughs) um ugh the gravity in which just thinking about how like how yeah just how how I don't know even the way that you collect data and the way that you can actually keep tabs on this um on this pandemic is like mm-hmm. skewed by capitalism and, and, and imperialism and globalism so like let's not forget how contained Ebola was like so quickly even though it started off in West Africa. And this yeah. started off in China and it spread throughout the West and suddenly it's all over the world. And just the way people are reacting to Ebola patients, like dehumanizing right. versus here. It's all yeah. fucked. It's all fucked. Definitely all fucked. Um, yeah, so just like moving on in the vein of like talking about communities are are vulnerable in this during this time um we want to keep in mind that we are like not imprisoned just (laughs) let me say that if you're listening to this and you are in prison shout outs to you solidarity um i don't even know how you've gotten you know a hold of this but you know niggas got their ways um (laughs) (laughs) um i was recently watching this this like like webinar kind of with Angela Davis and Nikki Giovanni mm-hmm. and Auntie Angela said 
some words of wisdom that I think would be just like kind to share with our listeners. Um, She said that we should like be careful about the way that we speak about lockdown because it's a carceral term. Um, And I just like, that shit hit me. Cause like, it's hard being in your room all day, being inside all day, especially if you don't want to be around people you're around and just like, I don't know, it can get really easy to just like complain mm-hmm. and just be negative and be like, fuck, I hate this shit. I hate being locked down. But she was like, this is not lockdown. Like, this is just not lockdown. This is, this is so far removed from that experience. Um, and I just thought that that was a really good, good piece of information. That just like gave me a lot of perspective on this entire process mm-hmm. and just like trying to be more grateful for like what I have. We can always walk to our fridges, and to some extent, we have like freedom of movement. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, like you're not going through the dehumanization process. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, I really do sound like a sociology paper. Oh my lord! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, shit. Um. But I mean, yeah, this time is definitely something, it's like pandemics and like crises like these make you think about, make you think about the social issues in the world. Like you can't not think about it. You have to be, you have to try and be a little bit aware of what's going on around you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just wish that our, our leaders took that into consideration um, I know that you were talking a little bit about like the Massachusetts death penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Mass has no death penalty officially, but a lot of people say that we have a death penalty in effect because right now, though a lot of people should be released, a lot of these mm-hmm. systems are slowing down. So, mm-hmm. and Massachusetts has the oldest prison population in the country. So, they're just as vulnerable as the rest of us, if not more. And right. these people are probably gonna die before they have a chance to be released. And that's and that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. There's like white people out here on the streets like protesting so they can get a fucking haircut. Like mm-hmm. please just watch yourself. <laughs> please watch yourself. Um. Yeah, you're protesting so you can be serviced by someone. The same people that are protesting don't tip. I bet you they don't tip. Hell no, they probably don't. I like I don't tip for my own reasons personally, <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh, I it's something we could talk about in the later episode. But, <laughs> like, yeah, they probably don't. Um, and it's probably on some, like, I don't know, they probably think it's some radical act or whatever. Uh, yeah. But that sort of ends our little, our little conglomeration, conglo- that's not a word, um, our little, I don't know. Our spiel? Three pieces, uh, three cents about, yeah, our spiel about what's going on in the world. So yeah, just try to make sure to stay grateful um you know support imprisoned folks support 
people in poor countries um, stop buying shit from Amazon because someone is literally putting their life in danger to go work in a, in a factory for you. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess not to, not to go off on a tangent, but so many of these businesses are like, we need your business support these businesses, but like, all, there's so many people that are like in line to get that product shipped to you and it's just it's not worth it no not at all that's definitely something i want to look into more just like there's this um there's this organization called girl trek and they're like <clears throat> they're like really big about like healing for black women and they have these beautiful shirts and Nikki Giovanni and Angela Davis were on this thing with them and they were like, wear our shirts. Like we want our beautiful blue shirts. And they literally were just like, nah, you're not getting a shirt because we put that shit on lock. We, we stopped that shit because we don't, because we know the women that are in the factory making these things and we're not about to make them do that. I don't know. I just think that that was really, that was really brave. And like, geez, I don't know. There's just so many things that you can do. Um, so many things that you could do. To lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about our good friend Drake. Um, you actually brought this song to my attention. I saw it on TikTok TikTok on TikTok. <laughs> but I didn't know I didn't actually look into the song. So Tootsie Side by Drake. Yep, this is this is the song that everybody's listening to. I myself am I am a culprit. I made a Tootsie slide video with my oh. sister on TikTok. Um, yeah, it, it was fun. You know, she can't really dance, so it was really just to make fun of her. Um, <laughs> but it's sad because it's like this song is really he's teaching people to dance. That's what he's doing. Um, but yeah, before we get to that, essentially this section segment of the podcast is called Nice for What, um, where we'll just be picking apart Drake at his limbs, like all of his limbs. Um, sometimes we will be picking those limbs apart and praising them, glorifying them, or we will be throwing them to the trash. Um but essentially, yeah, this segment is just to, you know, give Drake all of our all of our feelings and emotions like he likes to give us. Oh, um, what, how does it go? So, <laughs> uh, black leather gloves, no sequins, buckles on the jacket, it's a lick shit, Nike crossbody got a piece in it, <laughs> gotta dance. But it's really on some street shit. I'm gonna show you how to get it. Oh, we'll stop there. <laughs> First of all, what is a Lix? It's a clothing brand. I looked it up. It's actually their clothes are actually really nice. I would wear it <laughs> if, if I had three hundred dollars to drop on a dress. What? <laughs> oh my god! On some street shit. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um. But it is goes, he? Sorry, go for it. I was. It goes left foot slide, right foot up. 
I don't, I, it's so easy. Like, he don't even have to, he, he doesn't, that wasn't necessary. I could have inferred. It's like a two-step. It's a, it's a two, they did a church two-step and added a kick. They <laughs> did He's like, I'm gonna show y'all how to, how to be church folk real quick. Um, um, if you guys, any of my Disney Channel stands out there, I don't even know this was on Disney Channel, but like, Hip Hop Harry was a TV show where this bear literally taught these white kids how to dance hood. And I just feel like Drake and Hip Hop Harry are BFFs or something. They must have collaborated on this song because that's really what it feels like. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, this song is ridiculous. Um, I just want to say, Drake, like, do you remember even like Soldier Crank That Soldier Boy? Like niggas was out there supermaning all during recess. I just remember that so vividly. Oh my god. I remember like literally forcing myself to learn how to do the cat daddy as a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) My little like ten year old ass for the TV, like cat daddy. Teach me how to cat daddy. Like trying to get these girls. I hate him. Yeah. I think it just shows how easy it is to sell shit to people. Because it's so fucking catchy. And like the team is so addicting. That you can just, you can just play this song. And then put like Mm -hmm. little references to Alex and Nike. And niggas will be out here looking up what Alex is. Because that's what I had to do. (laughs) That's literally what I did, yeah. Oh my gosh. And I don't even know why there's so many Michael Jackson references in this shit. Um, it makes me so uncomfortable. I have a whole thing with Michael Jackson. It's complicated. I was wor- I was working with someone and they were like, you know, I don't have a problem listening to Michael Jackson because all the money goes to his estate and it's not like his estate did anything. And I was like... <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh my god, how can you be how can you confidently say that out loud? No. <laughs> I was talking to my dad about Michael Jackson the other day and he was like I was like, how did you feel as as a Michael Jackson fan watching him grow up as a black kid and then him just switching? And my dad was like, I mean all I can say is he had some problems. No, <laughs> it's just like, that's pretty accurate. Uh, nope. Also, Drake has problems. This nigga just keeps switching up on people. Um, <laughs> yeah, just keep switching up. All these thug references. Drake, you're not from the streets. Tell him, Drake. Tell him, Gloria, please. Oh, I could someone needs to tell him. I could give you thug passion. What thug passion? <laughs> Honestly, I'm disgusted. I don't want that shit. I get it away from me. Like I don't know what that is, but I don't want it. Um God, ew. These are really shitty lyrics. He's like got so many ops 
I be mistaking ops for other ops. Got so many people that I love out of trouble spots. Other than the family I got, it's either you or me. Mm -hmm. Just think how I think. What? That's just how I think. It's either you or me. Mm -mm. Oh, my (sighs) mother died. Struggle ass love. (laughs) Not interested. (laughs) Not interested. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like Drake is like consistently trying to like convince us that he's this like deep motherfucker like mm-hmm. in his songs and it's just like why don't you just say what you have to say instead of trying to convince us that we should listen to you in the first place it's like like those like essays you write in fourth grade it's like <laughs> and my and this is what my essay is gonna be about <laughs> and that was my essay <laughs> so thanks for reading <laughs> Just say what you gotta say, please. <sighs> um, I'll still scream control, though. I'm gonna say that. <clears throat> With all its problems. <laughs> okay. In uh, other news, um, Rihanna, Rihanna. Robin Fenty, our favorite was born in St. Michael Barbados. So you gotta know. You gotta know. Um, Shout out to the Navy out there. I see (laughs) y'all. I love Fenty makeup, but I'd rather have an album. I'm not gonna lie. Screaming. And she's dropping a reggae album. I'm ready. Say that again? She's dropping a reggae album. Like, where is it? Why did it take you three years to make a reggae album? That don't make no sense. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> you know she's got like bougie buns in, in the studio. Like, <laughs> the songs for her. Um, so apparently it's been 15 years since Ponda Replay. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's a long time makes me feel really old first of all um you probably sh- five when it came out literally wow yeah i was not even in the country that's wild mm-hmm. um so she she recently talked to some white girl at some magazine about it uh <laughs> i'm not gonna say her name i'll be <laughs> Um, but she was talking about how she was just grateful about everyone who supported her career. Um, and I'm just going to quote her because she's our queen. Um, she said, man, this feels trippy. Feels like just yesterday I was shaking in the hallways of Def Jam waiting to audition for Jay. Pondery play is where it all began. 15 years later and I'm here because God led me to you. You guys have helped me support me, tolerated me, loved me, and kept it real with me. And we got, and we always be connected because of that. And honestly, yes. I'm not so sure if I like the reference of her shaking in the hallways. Um, don't know what that's about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I can't believe it's been 15 years. Do you have any memories of like listening to Rihanna 
in the past 15 years of her gloriousness. I feel like I remember when Rihanna was dropping like an album every year and people were like, oh, these are just throwaway songs. But she even her throwaway songs were low key bangers like Shut Up and Drive was always my favorite and her visuals were always on point. Um, Russian roulette. I didn't even know what Russian roulette was about, and I was like, "Ooh, I like this." <laughs> the man down video. Man oh my down. god! I'm a womanist because of that shit. Like, <laughs> like she was so ahead oh, of her time. I love her. I love her so much. Um, I was having a conversation with my sister the other day about Rihanna and I was just like Rihanna's an icon and everybody has just been copying her um like no shade to Beyonce I love you I'm a part of the hive I'm a part of the hive don't get me wrong but we just have to like we have to talk about how Beyonce has also been influenced by Rihanna in her video um for spirit for the lion king she's like out there in the sand doing all these like hit moves all i'm saying is that rihanna been doing that shit she <laughs> claims the in the sand doing the hip moves and all these other pop stars are like doing the hip sand moves and i'm just like please right, right. and loki her song um from the lemonade album the they don't love you like i love you it kind of looks like man down when I think about it. Just a little bit. And this is, this is not a throw shade. This is just to, you know, give respect where it is due. <laughs> okay. Um. And that, yeah. That was just a subject. Su- um, that was just, oh my God. That was just a little segment called Liana and Rising. And it's kind of just about reinventing yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So stay tuned for more of that. Um, you know, artists are what get us through the hard times. So it's important to like give them give them what they give us. Um, so <laughs> moving on, we have a segment. Well, I don't even know how to how to begin with this. Um, we were having a conversation about oppression Olympics, and this is how this segment came about. Um, so this segment is called "Oppression Olympics Tropes, Trophies, and Tokens," <laughs> and it is what it is. Like it's in the title. So you you should know. You already know what it is. Um, Exactly. This week's trophy is Miss Candace Owens. I came across her on Facebook. And she is a Black conservative. um, And she's here to tell us that Black people should not be voting for the Democratic Party. That (laughs) all slaves, basically. And you know, I guess the Trump administration is going to save us. Period. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, she is. Yeah, she's pretty much very, you said you said it all. I, I don't even want to say it <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we have some like here are some just some examples of things that she said mm-hmm. before we really get into it. Um, so recently, she tweeted, "Everybody cannot be racist all the time in every situation. Black people." and white people and Hispanic people have an issue and it is not automatically about race. Sometimes two humans of different skin tones just don't get along. We do not live in the 1920s. Period. (laughs) Oh my gosh. She also said the black community will never improve until so-called black leaders stop lying. In 2018, <laughs> 2,925 blacks were murdered and 2,600 of their murders were black. But the media wants us to believe that we're just being lynched and haunted by white people every day for just jogging. Ooh, serious question for those of you that are not in the we need to expand testing camp. Do you expect testing to be compulsory? Girl. (laughs) Okay. Because I have no plans to get tested for coronavirus, and in a nation of 330 million people, it's safe to assume that I'm not the only one. I don't know. Funny story. She was actually a victim of a hate crime, and the NAACP worked on her case to get a settlement. (laughs) <laughs> about 10 years ago I'll be so mad that that's gone now mm-hmm. wow what a fucking hoe that's ridiculous <laughs> I mean I don't even know what else to say how dare you how dare you make black people labor for you to get a settlement for a hate crime. We all deal with that bullshit. We're not out here fucking contacting the NAACP, give me money, give me money. Bitch, please. What the hell? That's crazy. Mm-mm. Oh, that makes me so mad. Um, also, she believes black on black crime is a thing. What the fuck? Lord. I can't believe you're still using black on black crime like it's the 1990s. Mm. God. Just so typical, very typical. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you recently told me about this video of hers, and that's sort of what we'll be honing in on for this section. Um, she was a guest on a Revolt Summit panel, essentially. Um, this was in September 2019. Um, the panel was made up of a bunch of people, including T.I. Um, the intellectual. Kill an intellectual. Uh, one of our leaders, um, Killer Mike, who I just have gotten familiar with. Um, some light-skinned man. Um, <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> Um, he said like two words. <laughs> he was like, "New people." He's like, "Young people want new shit." And that's what he said. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> mic drop. Uh, but yeah. So, oh my god. So I'm just giving my two pieces. Okay. So she, the thing that made me really mad 
or the first thing that she said was that the single most important issue facing this election, this upcoming presidential election, is socialism. Um, she talked about how it's killed millions of people. Um, that just made me really frustrated because, I mean, I dare her to compare the numbers of people killed, quote, unquote, killed by socialism to the amount of lives lost in the name of democracy. So, like, I don't know. I just think that she she says shit and she the entire, like, video, she was like, oh, like, you all are just trying to, like, you're just trying to, like, do gotcha moments. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's, a, that's the same shit she was on. Um, high key. Um, she talked about how the Democratic Party um, just kind of uses the black vote, which and like doesn't do doesn't do much to affect the lives of black folk, which I agree with to a certain extent. Um, but her reason for saying that was that we should now support the right wingers which doesn't make any sense to me uh because i would much rather vote for someone who's just gonna like you know give me you know a 16th of the cake you know instead of throw the cake in my face in the middle of the street and kill me poison me um personally personally um yeah, she also was talking about how she doesn't agree with feminism. Like, what are your thoughts on that? It's just, it was just mess. Um, she said she doesn't agree with feminism because it contributes to the breakdown of the family. And I think you said, you were talking yesterday how black people have always been matriarchal people. Um, I don't know what it is about America and thinking that if if a man's at the head of the family somehow it's better no idea that has not been my situation personally it's not been my experience (laughs) um Um, yeah yeah um yeah she's just bad bitch she i mean she's bad shit crazy she's like stir crazy like there's some shit going on because she uh, says things that don't even make sense. She kept talking about illegal immigration. That was her biggest point throughout this whole video. Like, yeah. if black people don't you know, stand up to illegal immigration, watch out, because in a few years, our vote isn't going to be even relevant anymore. But I'm like, girl, like... There, there are plenty of immigrants that look like you that are coming into this country, and plenty. at the end of the day, black white people are always gonna want to keep someone in the underclass to do to cut their hair, look after their kids, pick their fruit. Somebody's gonna always be that person. So unless you break down the whole capitalist system. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely takes the win for for the most times illegal was set on stage. Mm-hmm. I've never never heard somebody say that shit. That, 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 I just think that shit is so... That makes me so mad. Especially when, like, 
in terms of his like in terms of history of this country like black folk were the original illegal immigrants like fugitivity laws around immigration and fugitivity and citizenship were literally built off of the subjectivity of black folk in this country so like Mm -hmm. please Mm -hmm. like you're just like disrespecting your ancestors and your forerunners and it makes me mad and it also just ignores the fact that like are we even citizens in this country are we even full citizens in this country girl right come on exactly um you made a really good point or killer mike made a really good point i guess we already talked about that jk um you made a really good point like if we deny someone's humanity we will never be free Mm -hmm. like I don't even know. I, I think it's sad when people, I mean, I think it's disheartening when people just like succumb to dehumanization mm-hmm. as a defense mechanism. I think it's just like shows how scared they are and how like hatred is just, there's a really, it's a really easy thing to like grapple onto, but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, yeah. And I do agree with the fact that black people, we should swing. Like, we should pressure these democratic parties to do what we want. But at the same time, girl, like, we gain nothing from not dismantling the white supremacy in the Republican Party. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Yeah, they were, in the video, they talk a lot about, like, opportunity zones and how... Like, Republican leaders are promising opportunity zones to, like, give people jobs. And it's just, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm, I'm an education, like, buff. Like, I love education. I just think that it's, I mean, there's anything that can, like, Obviously, social mobility is, like, quite impossible. Um, But social mobility, like, education is definitely step one, in my opinion. And I just think that, like, right-wingers are not trying to educate Black people. They're not trying to, they're not trying to educate you. They're trying to give you jobs that are going to keep you in, in the lower class. And, like... I understand her frustration. Like, let me just say that I do understand her frustration with liberal politics. Mm-hmm. I understand her frustration with, like, liberal white people. But I do think that, like, her, like, opinion on liberal politics has to be backed up with, like, an inherent, like, love for Black folk, you know? Like, her, like... Like, her hatred for liberal politics is, like, backed up by anti-blackness and, like, pro-white supremacy. So I don't understand. Like, you're really kind of just on the same side as these niggas, like, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Um, Yeah, so that, you know, shout out to her. We uplift her for her ignorance. Get your coins. Edit, girl. Um, 
Yeah, so as always, we would like to end <clears throat> with a little bit of some reading, just some some sonic pleasure. Um, I actually, re- like, I read the poem that you suggested by Nikki Giovanni, and it's so beautiful. Isn't it? That's just gorgeous, like... Okay, so... Y'all don't know who Nikki Giovanni is. You're fucking failing. Um, just kidding. But please check her out. She's amazing. Um, she's a queen. She, yeah. I don't know what I would do without her work, for real. Um, so she wrote this poem, and we're just going to recite it. Um, yeah, why don't we... How are you going to split this up? We could... I can start at I'm helpless, or no, dang, this is a long ass play, or a poem. I can start at I'm amazed, so. Okay. You can go all the way down to, to hear you call my name. Okay. All right. Ready when you are. Um, yeah, ready. I am amazed you can resist locking me in an echo chamber where your voice reverberates through the four walls, sending me into spasmic ecstasy. I love you because it's been so good for so long that if I didn't love you, I'd have to be born again. And that is not a theological statement. I am pitiful in my love for you. The adults tell me love is so simple. The thought of you, the thought though of you sends indescribable, indescribably delicious multitudinous thrills throughout and through in my body. I love you because no two snowflakes are alike and it is possible if you stand tippy toe to walk between the raindrops. I love you because I'm afraid of the dark and can't sleep in the night can't sleep in the light because I rub my eyes when I wake up in the morning and find you there because you with all your magic powers will determine that. I should love you because there is nothing for you that I would love you, but that I would love you. I love you because you made me want to love you more than I love my privacy, my freedom, my commitments and responsibilities. I love you because I changed my life to love you because you saw me one Friday afternoon and decided that I would love you. I love you, I love you, I love you. Damn, Nikki. <laughs> wonder who the hell is the receiver of that hey. shit. I don't even I feel like when you're like when you're in a relationship with a writer, like a poet, that shit mm-hmm. has to be so intense. I hope so. <laughs> these niggas can't read. <laughs> uh she had said something funny she was like never find yourself in man with a bed or in bed with a man that doesn't like books Ooh. true he. words have never been said okay. um yeah so thank you so much again for joining us um yeah we look forward to seeing you next time This has been an episode of Joy and Glow.